This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Are you the kind of person who is tempted to pull the fire alarm? Then the Garmin Out of Reach is for you. Press the red button whenever you want. You'll be put on hold for 30 to 60 minutes before getting a friendly voicemail message letting you know that it's not a good time. It is the 100% best solution for your non-emergency. When the red button is what you want to press, it's time to relieve the stress with a Garmin out of reach. What's going on, everybody? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who will eat his freeze-dried meal first and then guzzle the water down to mush it up, Carl Mandrioli. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, welcome to the Backpacking Bushes podcast. My name is Derek Somerville. He's a man who tries to save money in emergency situations by demanding that they don't send paramedics. They only send one. Awkward pause. Intentional. Mm-hmm. Intentional. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Yeah. And we're back. I think we're officially, <laughs> we're officially back. We're back. We're back. Woo! You're, you're back on the show. Well, Always miss you, my friend. And you, you uh, got, they get the good jokes from me when I feel like I'm here. I think you step mm, it up to like the really bad puns. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I need to listen to the other ones. I was just out on a Patreon trip, and I was told that like they were impressed with my intros. So I don't know what you're talking about. Who who was saying that? Like the animals, or what, what are we talking about? Yeah, just a made-up person, probably. But yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So okay, so we got ten thousand SOS calls on Garmin. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, we're not going to limit it to Garmin. No. Uh, surely there's got to no. be some stories in here, right? For sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Absolutely. we'll break it down. We're, we're going to go over some key stats. They've kind of released a lot of data as well. And so we'll break it down for you. As really only we can break it down. Like, like who best to analyze data than Derek and I, correct? I mean, obviously we're professional at it. So right. this is going to be magical. Yeah. I'm actually really curious how you're going to do. <laughs> I, I do this with my students in my class and it's a step-by-step process and they still have a really hard time with it. Yeah. So I'm curious if we can pull this off because I'll, I'll probably talk teacher stuff as we go. If it, if yeah. it gets out of hand on saying. If it, you're going to go teacher stuff. Okay. That's, teacher style. Yeah. Because. Okay. It's yeah. Gonna be because, awkward, but okay. Well, that's fine. 
Yeah, it might be a little bit. So anyway, uh, Bible verse of the episode, Psalm 34.4, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. You have a lot of them. So that's a powerful <laughs> and verse. And I pack all of them. I pack all my fears. So pack in light all. of this verse, do we really need these emergency devices? I think so. You know, depending on <laughs> okay. who you go with and what kind yeah. of friends they are. So... Okay, so don't seek the Lord, just seek your friends and choose the right one. I think it's the old adage of like, you know, the Lord provides help in different ways. Do we see it? I don't know. Mm. The old, uh, you know, hey, there's a guy out in the raft in the middle of the ocean and, and God drops a ladder for him, but he's like, no, 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 God, I don't want that. I want <laughs> I your heard help. This one. You haven't heard that? Lot. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> you haven't heard this? Let's back this up. Let's back this up. What? Okay, so you're on a raft in the middle of the ocean. Okay, okay. And, okay. No, there's no emergency, but suddenly there's a ladder. What are you? No, doing no, with you ladder? haven't heard. You haven't heard that story. Okay, I've clearly. heard a different. I think I've heard a different version. of What you're saying? There's a, there's a guy. I want to know. No, no, no. I want to know what you do with a ladder in the middle of the ocean. I'm going to explain it, and then you're going to feel dumb. You wonder, are you ready to feel dumb again? Gonna, where, where are you climbing to off your raft? Are Eric? you ready to feel dumb? Like, I, I'm enjoying your face and your laugh right now because you're going to feel really dumb right now. Okay, good. There's a story. The basic story is there's a guy lost at sea. And he's like, God, please send somebody to help me. I, I trust you. I believe you. I, please send somebody to help me. And right. then so first, first comes by like this big cargo ship. And the guy's like, you need help? Are you help out there? He's like, no, no, no. I don't need help. God's going to save me. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Ship's like, all right, close by. And then, and then uh, a second ship or something comes by. I forgot what the second thing was. It comes by. It's like, do you want some help? And he's like, no, God's going to save me. <laughs> and then finally a chopper comes by. Right. Drops a ladder, <laughs> ladder. from the chopper. A lot. Of, that's how choppers rescue people with the ladders. It's, folks. It was on. Uh, what was that one? The Guardian with Kevin Costner. Check it out. It was good. Anyway, they, a ladder. What are you talking about? They dropped the rope ladder. What are you? Oh or the whatever gosh. ladder. So then they're like, "Do you I've want it?" I've literally been rescued by a helicopter before. No ladders. Okay, maybe it's a basket. Ladders. There's baskets. There's ladders. They have options. Okay? It's, okay. I didn't. I didn't make up the story. Yeah. Anyway, the guy turned it Very, down. I think he did. He ends up he ends up dying, and then God's like, "Look, I offered you help three times, and you didn't take it." So you know what? The garment can be help. I've heard a version of that story. What I'm saying, yeah. So this is exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode where. Mm -hmm. We do things very incrementally, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. And so when you're talking about a guy's on a raft and wants a ladder, like that makes no sense to me. And actually, to be honest, after you tell the story, it's a little For, Forgive sense. me for repeating a, a well-known uh, story about God's help. Okay. That, that, that's right. okay. If you don't I know those, I hope one day to be saved by a helicopter ladder, and I think we all do. I'm going to post a picture of it if I can find one. A helicopter ladder. <laughs> it's a thing. Okay, it's a thing. When you watch all this Bear Grylls episode, you see him like climbing down the ladder to get to his his spot, right? Bear, uh, was there an episode where he had a rope ladder on the? I want to. He just yeah. He a lot he might like flips off into the he water. He might have. Okay. All yeah. right. That was great. That that was like, I, I think we can end the episode right now. That was a highlight right there. We learned so much about SOS calls from that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We've got, um, okay, for those that are watching YouTube, I'm going to actually show the data from Garmin. We'll talk about kind of the yeah. interesting things. Yeah. And then we're going to um, kind of, yeah, just like your reactions, my reactions. We'll go through it. And then we each have a couple stories to tell about mm -hmm. some of these red button pushes. Yeah. And then... Derek, this is this is actually the best part. Is at the end, mm -hmm. is that we actually got a hold mm. of an emergency, like a sat phone call emergency. We got the like the recording so, of it. Yeah. yeah so like like, uh. what does this sound like when somebody's calling in in yeah. a seemingly dire situation? Right. 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 Of course. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's powerful. 
It's powerful. It's powerful. Um, okay. You want to go first? Right, Why don't you start us off today? Okay, so first I just want to describe what we're seeing. I, I think we should break down what we see in the data that's being revealed. So let's start off with just observations of things that we think are important. So before okay, well, we start, like, analyzing it here. Okay, all right, well, so, okay. So I'm showing a map for those that are on YouTube. It's got these orange dots all over the world, and most of the clusters are in the United States. What? Do, yeah, that's, that's my concern. I mean, we have the biggest problem. It seems like we are the problem. Is that, that's what jumps out at me. Everybody else is like, all right, we're the problem. We don't know what we're doing. Right? This is exactly what I'm talking about. So in my classroom, I go very incremental. Let's just make observations. What do you see that you think is important? Let's hold off on the analysis. I make one observation, Derek, immediately to it's analysis. It's too juicy. And, and not just analysis, final conclusion. This, Derek, that, we're the problem. Go. Yeah, we're the problem. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Let's, let's make observations first. Let's There's a go, lot right, of fine. dots. Right, a lot of dots in the United States. Let's talk about the dots. We'll talk about the There's dots. There's a lot in Canada. They're mostly on the West, but there's, I, I don't know, it's like 60-40, West Coast versus East Coast, not a whole lot Probably, in the middle, right? yeah, Like yeah. Rocky Mountains to the right, West. Right. There's still a lot across the world, and right. strangely, it looks like, mm. what is that uh norway's got like norway's a got a lot. yeah yeah norway's got a cluster there for sure norway's got a cluster and iceland okay. has a quite a few for that size for sure yeah okay so then you scroll down it gives you like a pie chart and mm -hmm. it tells you like the reasons why people are calling in and it's basically it looks like about i don't know 35 to 40 percent is hiking and backpacking right Right. The next, the next biggest is driving, then motorcycling, then climbing, right. boating, and then it has like everything from flying. I, I assume that means like airplanes and not just you know taking mm. off from the top of a building. Right. Dirt biking, all sorts of other things that are very small slivers. But hiking mm. and backpacking is it. So yeah. What, do you have any other observations or things that, of note of of this pie chart or of anything, of, of anything. anything on the site? Uh, I just noticed uh, Russia's pretty bare over there. You know, Russia's, Russia's pretty bare. So maybe we need Siberia. to get out there. Siberia, the whole like yeah. snowy area. Don't you think that like a lot of areas got to be epic scenery, but it's just so remote and it's yeah, just in yeah. Russia. So it's going to be hard to get to. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think my, my immediate curiosity, other than the fact that we clearly are the problem is, is the stories of the little dots out in the middle of the ocean. Like what, right. what happened there? That's what I want to know. Those, those seem interesting like to me. Like why would somebody need an, like why would somebody ever have an emergency in the ocean is your question. No, that is not my question. You are <laughs> creating falsehoods to make me look stupid. So, you know, I think these are, it's just interesting. You've already shared the ladder, ladder. The ladder's legit. How many, do you want me to go? I don't need to, I don't need to make you look dumb at all. Have you heard of a, of a, a company called the, uh, the Coast Guard? Uh, it's like a facility. It's like a, it's like an or organization that saves lives along the coast. Have you heard of them? You know who they are? <laughs> these are the I guys. Just keep, I want you to keep on talking. I'm going to say nothing. And then I think you're going to say your these own are the guys, These are the guys that have rope letters. That's all I'm okay. going to say. <laughs> okay, now it's a rope letter. Okay. So, uh, so okay. So you want to know, you want to know the stories from the middle of the ocean. That, that, those pique my interest. But there is, there is one story. There is one story I'll talk about later, but I'm not going to okay. bring it up right now. We did share one on a previous episode from the outdoor retailer show Spot, where somebody was going down. They used the Spot device, and then they got rescued to like a local battleship where they were filming the the Top Gun movie. So, oh, there's one story for you. That's convenient. Right That's convenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wow. there's that. Yeah. Other data. Yeah. So the the, the dots are kind of scattered throughout. You know, there's quite a few in Europe. There's some in Australia. Mm. There's some in kind of like sub-Saharan Africa and right. and. I don't know. The Himalayas, I guess, has a bunch, but yeah, I see. I see like one in India. Do we need to go 
10. Is there like a bunch? A, well, no, there's like some in the Himalaya portion of India. Is that like a safer place to go backpacking, you know? Well, what's, when you look yeah. at this map, what's the safest place to go backpacking? Because I see it right away. That's a great question. I don't know if it's safe. I just think it's population-based and accessibility, right? So what's I mean, safe? maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. You could make the case of this, like, central Sahara Desert safe. There's not a lot of dots there, but mm. I don't think that's safe, right? Yeah, but I know that that's, you know, it's pretty dry, and there's a lot of, you know, the heat situation out there is gnarly. But this place is, <laughs> it, it's a green place. It's green. Okay. It seems like it's fairly lush. Okay. I don't know. Maybe there's um, something well, based else. Based on there. the dots, I'll go with uh, North Korea. That is incorrect. It is okay. Madagascar. Is Madagascar. the island over there off of Africa with zero dots? So maybe right. people know what they're doing over there when they go backpacking. <laughs> I don't know. Madagascar is very primitive. Animals are talking there, and they oh, is that right? Trying to, trying to eat sushi is what's mm, going on. There's, so. there's three documentaries on that Madagascar. <laughs> so that's that's good to know. What all happened? Right, what happened? Analysis. To the guy? Analysis. Why is America the problem? You think America's the problem? Why, what would you say? What why do you mean? Is, I think it's the problem. Look at it. I mean, we we. I think here's what I think. And, and okay. correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you don't know, but you have fake stats that could probably prove it. So okay. I, it seems like in America, you're going to be pushing the button. I know there's more frequency of people probably going to these areas, right? So mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's account for that. But I think that there's high-maintenance Americans who are out there like, you know, I twisted an ankle, SOS. I mm -hmm. hurt my hand, SOS. Like, I, th I feel like we are pressing <laughs> it for more ridiculous reasons than like, stories for that, than for like sure. the guy up on the top of Greenland who clearly like, you know, that's a legit SOS, right? Mm, I mean, maybe. what, your igloo break and you like fell on the ice or something? Like something happened, like stabbed by a narwhal through the, I mean, something, polar bear, I don't know. <laughs> right. But the, it just seems like ours, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, but either we're just falling a lot more than we should, we have balance issues, or we have baby, baby injuries that, you know, I don't know. Just seem kind of ridiculous. You can go deep in this. So there's a couple things here. So you can also say that we are are more afraid because we are more likely to have these devices and therefore we're more likely to push the buttons. Um, you could say, you can make the case that we have better scenery and so there's mm. more button pushes because there's more visitors to places like national parks. But when you go to the national parks, my friend, typically if, if you were to pick out somebody at a national park, like in the backcountry, I'm going to say that you've got like a 50-50 like a chance that that person is a foreigner. So just mm. because it ha it's happening mm. in the United States doesn't mean it's like they're, they're Americans. Well, right? do we rub off on them though? Does our baby behavior rub Maybe. off? Because I think, I think you go up higher north and the people just get tougher. That's my opinion. They might, but yeah. the people pressing the red button may not be the people living there. It might just be visitors. Look at you, though. Look at you. You go out and backpack and do all these things with injuries galore, and you're just getting lucky. You haven't really had yeah. to use the Well, you have had to use the SOS, but you weren't on that trip, thankfully. How many of these... Had, wait, 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 wait. Let's break this down. I had to use the SOS on a trip that I wasn't on, is what you just said. The Red Peak, pa uh, the, uh, Red Peak yeah. Pass FKT. I didn't have to use it if I'm not on a trip. That doesn't make well, sense. Well, okay. Well, you called SAR. Right? I did. Okay. But I just called well, that on my cell phone because I, okay. I wasn't out in the backcountry. So it's tit for tat. Either way, tomato, tomato. Anyway, same. same but different. Okay. So <laughs> what do you, how many of these dots do you think were accidental presses? Okay. And so that's going to kind of, is that the like, other you think? Go into our story. No, I, I, there's, okay, there's definitely some accidental presses, especially with the older models of devices. Yes. And what's surprising to me, I didn't, I mean, I'm pretty late in the game for getting these devices, so I didn't have, you might have had one of these older models, which you could accidentally press the SOS button. Yeah. But I was surprised at how hard it was to turn it back off. Like people, I don't know if they freaked oh, out or whatever, but yeah. once they identified, oh, this is a, a false press, yeah. they fumbled with it and couldn't turn it off before search and rescue came. Yikes. So Yikes. that surprised me. All right, let's get into some stories, man. So, right. so that's the data there. Okay. 
All right, so we should have a story, like an epic sort of rescue story, like how these devices have been helpful, and then we have some sort of goofball story where maybe it's not as, you know, not what you think it is. So whatever you want, go for it. Uh, okay, I'll start out. There's a story uh, that happened in the Iowa River in Iowa, and it was the paddler who capsized in freezing water. Um, pretty pretty insane. So there was three paddlers who went on a kayaking trip down the Iowa River, and they bought... they they borrowed a friend's Zolio device just just in case, they said. And despite mm-hmm. all their training and preparation, 20 miles into their trip, two members got caught and they, uh, in like a strainer with a fallen tree in the river, and one of the kayaks ended up flipping over. Everyone got ashore, but hypothermia started setting in, and they pressed it. The- wait, wait, when the kayak flipped over, did yeah. the uh, cooler attack anybody, their, their big metal cooler like the one you had in the raft? Moving on, uh, they okay. got ashore, but hypothermia obviously setting in quick because it's freezing. So they hit the mm-hmm. SOS, and within 20 minutes, first responders were there on the scene with mm-hmm. uh, somebody. I guess it says somebody there uh, reported a party uh, deploying mm-hmm. a drone nearby to pinpoint their exact location. Which to me, uh, I know what you're going to say is like, "Were drones allowed in the park?" Right there, right. maybe. Right. Um, but if they weren't, <laughs> okay, I wonder if those people got fined anyway. But pretty lucky though. Right? Yeah. I mean, okay. pretty lucky. 20 minutes is so fast. Yeah, so they saved their lives. So it's essentially insane. they were saved from hypothermia. Yeah, correct. right. Not injuries, no. just hypothermia. And sh- okay. shock maybe too, but I don't know. Right, right, right. All right, there you go. And that's what I was saved from, you know, back in my, what was I, like 18, 19 years old when mm-hmm. in Yosemite. That, that was hypothermia is what I was struggling yeah. with. Yeah, so. we're not talking about you. It's about these people. I'm we're sorry, talking about no, Iowa. Not about me. Not about, it's me. Not about yeah. Carl. Nobody cares about my We've heard this story. Like, we know you're here. Yeah. Yada, yada. I don't think people have. That was like <laughs> early season one. I don't think that's Yeah, you almost heard, died but. and you fell off a cliff because yeah. you got cocky. Nobody cares. And, uh, Nobody cares. The rope ladder saved you from the chopper. It was good. <laughs> the rope ladder. Oh, my gosh. All right. It's a good story. Okay, so, there, so there's a, an example of a, of a story. Things going well. Yes. So all... I'll counteract that with a story gone wrong. Where yeah, kind of gone wrong here. Yeah. Okay. okay, and a lot of these stories, as far as where they go wrong, end up dealing with the Grand Canyon. Strangely enough, big so, surprise. One of the hikers on her first backcountry trip into the Grand Canyon said she became worried during the night when her group ran out of water, mm. and then she heard what she described as odd respiratory noises coming from the group leader while he slept. Mm. All right, some mm. people would just call that snoring. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Um, at that point, the hiker decided the group was in trouble and activated the spot messenger device. All right. So, hmm. so she pressed the red button. Yeah. Then she immediately went back to sleep without letting her hiking companions know what she'd done and without ever attempting to wake the leader. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a couple hours later, uh, in comes the search and rescue and <laughs> finds the, the button presser asleep. Everyone's like, what's going on? And everybody's like, we're fine. Like, there's a water source wherever. She wow. just... I don't know if the leader didn't communicate that like there's plenty of water and maybe I might snore a little bit at night. So FYI, is she a trip saboteur? Would you say? I mean, they I think they finished the trip. They didn't get rescued, so I think that yeah, I think it's more just that's a good question. I don't think so. I'm saying no on that. I think it's just uh, not knowing. I think it's just a panicky person. Panicky yeah. person. Are you inviting yeah. her back on the trip? <sighs> Come on, Pan- your gut says no. S- yeah, I'm saying no on that one. Really? I don't want anybody who's gonna who's like that quick to panic, but is also like panic, but then actually I'm just gonna go back to sleep. Is if you know, like mm, mm. like the the double, like the two step process there doesn't seem to match up, right? Okay. That's that's interesting. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all right. All right, what's your goofball story you got? The, okay, I don't know if you'd say this is goofball, but it, I, I read it, and I was kind of like, really? Like, it just it seems kind of ridiculous. So you get, this okay. is in Alberta, Canada, obviously. Um, okay. <laughs> obviously. Alberta. Uh, right. So these were these were guys who were hiking uh, the North Over Ridge Loop. We, we all know where that is, but go we ahead. We all know where that is. It's in Canada. Look it up. <laughs> so when the trail beneath the two hikers' feet vanished as the snow continued to get deeper and deeper. Right, strong Mm. winds coming in, hail coming in. They keep climbing, but they keep climbing, and all of a sudden, they see nothing but steep, jagged cliffs covered in snow and ice on the other side. And they're like, "Oh, that's it, SOS." Boom, right? Right. But then, while they're standing over the SOS, they're like, "You know, they're not going to be able to land here." Right. Let's hike back down to a nice, safe area where we could have set up camp and stuff. And then the helicopter is going to come and and uh, and help them out. And then they right. just checked in with the helicopter, and then they started hiking the next morning. <laughs> and I, I immediately read this, and I'm like, wait a minute. You went all the way up there, couldn't get down, or right. thought you couldn't hit the SOS, and then we're like, you know, let's just go back down. And then, I don't, I, if you can go back down, why do you need to call SOS? Why don't you right, go a different right, route? Right. Why don't you ch- it's, check a map? I don't know. Don't you have the... Uh, that's the exact stereotype of people that are overusing uh, the red button, right? I don't think... If you're able... If you can't go back down, yes, hit the red button. But if you can right. and you're like there and you can set up camp or go look for another route or use the map or the GPS, what are you doing? Right. I don't know. Yeah. No, I actually really appreciate your reaction to this one because I feel like as as we get older, we go on backpacking trips and as your your mileage continues to diminish and your capabilities, <laughs> I, I feel like eventually the trip is going to be four days. It'll be like... Two miles, two miles, mm. one mile, mm. and then planned red button push to get mm. rescued at the very end. Like, this, is, this, is this is for me? This is for me. You. For well, you, yeah. That was inappropriate, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you never know. You, know, you <laughs> yeah, never know. I know. I know. <laughs> we can afford the helicopter rescue. Just press the red button. Part of, part of me just wants to do it for the ride, honestly. You know, yeah. Just, let's just, I th- what was that? I think it was like Wyoming where they don't even charge you. So, oh, like, really? We'll just plan a trip to the winter range and just be like, we're just going to, you know what? We're going to go so far in. Mm. Without the possibility of return, you know, in the time frame that we want, we'll go last a red button. There was that? quite a few of these where they didn't charge you for the helicopter yeah. ride. Which I have to do the research on which states, but yeah, I think it's Wyoming was one of them. California's going to charge you for sure. California charges you if you like even hover your finger over the red button. Yeah, if that's, you even think about yeah. it, they're like think tax, about it. Yeah. tax. Yeah, yeah. All right, brutal. Um, what do you I, got? Okay, so I got one last story here. This one is about a guy named Jeremy who was trekking across Iceland, which is actually some place I want to go. That's one I want to go backpacking. to. Backpacking, yes. Sort of until I heard the story because oh. it says that he got caught in a sandstorm, which I didn't know was a thing there. What? Yeah, okay. with okay. winds blowing more than eighty-five miles per hour. Ooh, that's legit. Um, he was stranded in the wide open, which that part makes sense because there's, there's I've never seen any trees in Iceland ever. Okay. And um, he's hours from the nearest town. He took shelter behind large rocks, and then he pressed the SOS button on his Zolio. Immediately, he received progressive SOS updates via his Zolio device, and within hours, the local search and rescue team arrived at his exact location Mm. to bring him back safely. So he was basically stranded, stuck, and he was like in a helpless situation, couldn't get back. I mean, I don't know if you've been in heavy winds, but 85-mile-an-hour winds. That's heavy. That's crazy. Yeah crazy yeah. that time we were in the car and i told you to stick your head out the window when i was going 85 and you did i know right i, did. I almost flew out you scared you got scared but yeah here's my question though so this is the story and, and this is uh this is like from the zillia website this is all they give you <laughs> if he can't move around in 85 miles an hour they're definitely not sending a chopper in at 85 miles an hour like no. do they just like somehow drive like off-road it there i don't i want to know how you got question. rescued that's a good question yeah. you got we know he got rescued 
a lot of times search rescue will like hike in and yeah. then you know kind of take you to safety how do they do that just hunker down i mean what are the, i mean i don't know well that's, that's my question it didn't say how long it took him to get no no time no. Right. and this is not this is more of yeah zolio's problems here is they're not you know super detailed on their site so mm, interesting maybe, maybe maybe my issue i chose a story i was just i mm. iceland caught my eye and i was like what's this about yeah so yeah because it could have taken like three hours and then yeah. the, like the winds died down right and then they i've got seen search and rescue in action helicopter and hiking in yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you can't chopper into that, obviously. I mean, yeah. four-wheeler? Four-wheeler yeah, to the GPS if he, if spot? He's, if he's on a trail that's drivable, maybe maybe if it's not like a like a drivable trail, maybe like dirt bike. Dirt bike, SAR? What do you think? No. No way. <laughs> not an 85. Okay. No way. Okay. That's not happening. All right. All right. It's time. So we, Okay, so we have... I don't want to say that we, like, hacked into uh, the search and rescue system or anything, but we have a, a phone call that we got. So what does it sound like when somebody calls in? Derek, you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. Help! It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of pressure on my shoulders. Oh, it hurts so bad. What do you, what am I wearing? I'm wearing, I'm wearing my backpack. It's like 40 pounds. It hurts so bad, but I think I must have broken my shoulders. I don't even know. Wait, wait a minute. There's something else. There's on my head. There's something else on my head. Are there both? I think there's ants. I think there's fire ants on my head. I'm not really sure. All my hair is falling out. I'm bald and my shoulders hurt. What is happening? Help, send help. Please, please. So what do you think happened to that guy, Derek? I don't know. It seemed like he had like some serious... Um hypochondria going on i don't know it was uh <laughs> that's a serious yeah. issue out there you know it's a serious issue know. i think you got to watch out for fire ants on your head phantom pain sure. you know a lot phantom of phantom pain, pain going yeah on. you know yeah. and i don't think we should make fun of this guy i think you know for us yeah. like we could probably handle whatever that situation was but some people think you know they think shoulder pain is real could you you think you could handle it probably not Probably not. No? no? You don't think so? No. Is that why you wear a hat and have light backpacks? <laughs> is that why? I mean, everybody I wants to have light backpacks. <laughs> Nobody's trying to have a heavy backpack. Not everybody. Talk to Rocky <laughs> Brown about that. He doesn't okay. want to have one. All right. Yeah. All right. So there it's you true. go. Uh, if you want to check out more on yeah. the, the Garmin SOS stuff, uh, you can check the show description. We'll have the link in there. You can, you can break it down yes. for yourself. I just thought it was interesting. That there's been that many calls, and we are a very red button pressing society, as Derek said. Yeah, we so. are. Yeah, we are. All right, my friend, you got trivia this time, right? We got trivia, and it's coming up right after this. I've got two great resources for you to improve your performance on the trail. The first one is to go check out the Training for Trekking podcast by our good friend Rowan Smith. He knows what he's talking about. His easily consumable episodes will give you tips to strengthen your body and reduce injury while out in the backcountry. The next resource is Rowan's Facebook group, Training for Hiking and Trekking. I've joined the group and found a mix of information and inspiration while being part of a community. Both are great resources by Rowan Smith that'll help you go faster than Derek while out on the trail. All right, we got uh, Garmin trivia. Okay. SOS trivia. Yep. So help me trivia. Here we go. All right, so number one, here we go. Was it, which which sliver of the pie uh, was used least for SOS calls? Was it uh, paddle sports? Was it flying? Was it missing people mm. or was it other? Okay. Well, I've called for missing people. And so that, that's going to, that's going to so, beef that up is what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I individually beef that up, but I didn't press the red button. I just kind of made the phone call. I called 911. Mm. So I'm going to go with, um, 
we just looked at the pie chart. So I know. Don't look paddle, at it. Paddle sports. You told a story about paddle sports calling. So I'm going to say, uh, I feel like flying is more like they just crash. They don't think they call in. I think they just crash and they die. Mm. Like a lot of those little planes. That's mm-hmm. unfortunately that's what happens. Is that what happens? I'm going to go flying. Flying is correct. Flying right. is correct. I have no idea if you looked at the pie chart, guys, but we'll just take I did. I did look at it earlier, but not right now. I, yeah, okay. I, you said right. click off the browser, and I literally clicked off the browser when you said Okay, that. click off the browser. Here we go. I already all right, let's see how good your memory is on this one, okay? Okay. Uh, of all the SOS calls, uh, hiking was number one for most calls. Mm-hmm. Hiking, backpacking. Yes. Hiking, backpacking. Correct. Uh, driving was number two. What was number three? Mm. I mean, I said it. I literally said it earlier You said it. Show. You did say it. I want to see if you can remember. You're not going to give me multiple choice in this one. No. I want to say that uh, motorcycles was. Oh, I got it. I, I get think it? I, you, I think you went on the Google app, but I think you got it. Yeah, that was it. I, I, I okay, my hands. My hands should be now. This one, me. I don't know if you're gonna get this one. Okay. Because this one would require you to look at the entire Garmin page. Okay. And pay attention to one specific area of the page. Mm. Okay, you know me fairly well. I would say. What I want you to guess where my favorite Garmin SOS call came from. <laughs> what region of the earth did this come from? Oh my gosh. I'll give you a hint. There was only one dot on this place. Okay. So that should well, I'm glad sev- I passed trivia already because severely. <laughs> this is such an impossibly <laughs> absurd question. Um, guess what I'm thinking right now is, is a similar question. Okay, so it's got to be like either middle of the ocean, but I know there's more than one dot there, so that can't be right. I didn't, mm. I didn't notice a single dot. I didn't look closely at Antarctica, but I would guess Antarctica. That is correct. Whoa! That is correct. That is Whoa! correct. Three for three on Derek's trivia. Ooh, if this you, is like happy this, days right here. When was the last time that happened? Never. That's great. That's, Never. You're a true <laughs> trivia legend right now. So it's not on. It's not on the chart you showed everybody else. The blue and the green one. It's if you scroll down, there's like a black and white chart, and the dots. Oh, is that right? The dots kind of fade in, and then they they disappear. And on the last little segment of it, there's one dot that pops up. Okay. On Antarctica. Was so that, was that you? Was it you tried? To... That was my call. Yeah, that was okay. my call. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, a penguin stabbed me in the eye, so it was it was pretty <laughs> exciting. A penguin um, stabbed you in the eye. Okay, with his beak, you know. His beak All right. Too. Yeah, All that's right. good. Well, three for three, dude. Three for three. Three for I'm three. Proud of you. That's All good. Right. Well, I mean, that may never happen again. I'm just, I'm just. No, not I'm, with your trivia. I'm not glad this is. You know, well, yeah, that's because it's good trivia. So I'm, I'm just glad we recorded this. <laughs> this is on film. It's momentous. It's good All for right. you. I got some tidbits, my friend. I got a few here. Yeah. All right, so first is we have a new Patreon supporter, oh. Christine from Arizona. Yeah. She is mm-hmm. a 70-year-old backpacker who's mm-hmm. been hiking, backpacking in New Hampshire. She's been doing yep. the Grand Canyon without pressing yep. the red button. Um, yep. She's she's kind of putting people to shame with just the, the stuff she's able to do. And she said, like I was asked, like, do you have any episodes, suggestions, or topics you want me to hit? And mm. she said that it would be cool if we did an episode on like tips for older hikers. Christine, we do them for Carl every week. I don't know. What is she talking That's about? That's what I was going to say. I, I thought maybe this could be like a Derek episode where I just say, Derek, uh-huh. how do you backpack? That could be your episode. Yeah, you're older than me. So I don't know if that would be mm. kind of weird. You mm. know what I mean? That'd be awkward for you. Okay. Um, no, I agree with her. She brings up a good point. And I, I'm looking at her picture right now uh, on the email you sent me. And uh, she, she looks fitter than you and her pack looks 
like more legit than yours. Probably. And her shoulders, her shoulders look extremely <laughs> strong, actually. So, okay, I'm concerned. Um, you're for probably you. not too far from the truth. If I'm backpacking the way she is at 70, then mm. I don't know that we have any space to give her any advice about tips for older hikers. I think she should be the one that's mm. the guest on our show giving advice because that's super impressive. So let's bring her on. I say let's bring her on. Bring Christine, her on Christine, bug yeah. Carl on the email. Let's let's get you yeah. on. Let's have some. Let's have a conversation. Keep bugging me. So. And if you want to join Patreon, we have, I think we're up to like 39, 40 bonus episodes now. We've got Patreon trips. We've got ad-free episodes for all of our episodes that we release on there, um, including the current ones. And uh, the one we have coming up, actually, for this month, I don't think it's out quite yet, is um, Don't Trust Anyone. All of Mm. your backpacking research is Mm. compromised. So Mm. Derek and I are going to kind of be whistleblowers in this episode. So uh, That's right. That's right. That's only for Patreon folks. So anyway... Christine, thanks so much for supporting us. We really appreciate it. It helps our podcast keep on going. Yes. It really does. So, all right, we got a couple new reviews. So okay. let's, uh, let's bring those up here. So you, you pick one, I pick one. What you got? Okay, all right. So this first review is from KRF67. I stumbled across this recently, to new to backpacking and hiking, trying to educate myself some. And I find the information to be accessible, not overwhelming, Good conversations, you're welcome, and interviews <laughs> seem to give good non-biased advice. Mm. The, iron, the irony in that one, because I just said that all your backpacking research is compromised. <laughs> True for the most patron. part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that they chose our, our podcast to educate themselves. Because They must be talking about our guests. Right? Because, because let's be honest, Derek, you haven't educated anybody, right? Am I right? I've educated hopefully a couple people. Give, give me one in, thing. In people are like, years. Derek made a good point. I'm now going to do that. One thing. <sighs> I don't know. They didn't write me back, Carl. I don't keep logs of that. I'm here not for the glory. I'm here for the people. Ladder escapes okay. from rafts? Let's look up ladders on choppers while you're reading your review, <laughs> shall we? Let's do that. All right. Second review is from Casey Ship. As Ship someone it. who cares about overall health, I really love what this company stands for. Ooh. I like that we're called a company. That makes Ooh. it sound more official. We're yeah, we're scraping by the by the skin of our teeth most of the time. So I like um, it. Yeah, I like it. But we do we, we we try to stand for something. Yeah, I enjoy listening to the podcast because I, I secretly want to be more outdoorsy, and it helps me feel connected to nature. So if the secret's out, Casey. We know you want to be more outdoorsy, and mm-hmm. yeah, we hope to, mm-hmm. we hope to inspire you there. Ship it. I really like Casey. the topics and information they talk about on the podcast. Two thumbs up. Thanks. I hope you like this one because I was actually really excited to talk about the, the risky stuff. So thank Good. you for the reviews. Yeah. Please, please, nice. it, please leave reviews wherever you possibly can. We really value them and appreciate them. And we'll read them on the show. Yeah. Yeah, more than Marion. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think that's all I got, my friend. Yeah, that's it for me, guys. Uh, we will see you next time. Thank you, as always. And remember, guys, if you are out on the trail with somebody like Carl, you're probably going to have your thumb on that SOS button at the ready. So you be ready. I want to fly around the world. We were out. This is probably, I don't know, two days ago. He didn't want to. He didn't want to talk about this on the podcast. But we were out hiking, uh, just behind his house. I mean, really, we were just like on a little grassy knoll. He stubbed his toe, and he claims that he bumped the SOS button by accident. And so, you know, everybody showed up: fire department, police, you know, rescue dogs, all this stuff. And they were like, "Carl, oh!" And then they all kind of just showed up, and they were like, "It's just Mandrioli." It's just man real. And they know that he does this. This is really, guys, his 9,000th button press. So he's going to get it banned. He's going to get banned from Garmin. I didn't want to, I wanted to tell you that first.